Hello and welcome to a brand new series which we've titled Education in a Church. Education in a Church. And this whole series uh, consists of uh, various reflections on uh, my twin passions in life. Uh, and that's obviously ministry and education. And you might wonder, how can we mingle ministry and education? And how did they come about to be interwoven like that? And, uh, and, and the reality is, um, I have experienced it f- firsthand that you can't do effective ministry without a proper understanding of education. Uh, I grew up in a Christian family with where my parents were in ministry, and uh, I longed for the day uh, that God would use me in the same way uh, that He used my parents. And around uh, the year 2005, after uh, about over a decade of being involved in different voluntary ministry in the church, I was appointed as a um, as, as a lead pastor in a new church plant in uh, uh, inner suburbs of Melbourne, Australia. And I went in with the desire and the hope uh, that we will see renewal in our congregation and we'll see revival in our community. So we began to strategize about prayer walks in the community, about hanging, uh, you know, little messages to our neighbors, asking them if they needed any prayer requests that we would pray for them. Uh, We connected with our neighbors, meeting their practical needs. Uh, We also uh, sought to to help with our uh, counsel uh, in the area and engage with people who are disadvantaged and help them out uh, this way. Our hope was that we would be the aroma of Jesus in the community that people will be encouraged to come and and experience what it's like to be a follower of Jesus. And we attempted to plan the Sunday services in a way that would attract seekers, those who don't know much about Jesus. Uh, We hope that our worship uh, experience would connect people uh, to the Spirit of God. Uh, We hope that our uh, teaching segments would communicate the heart uh, of God and eventually Eventually, as being part of uh, the community, people would engage with God throughout the week and uh, and be a transformed group of people who who live the life uh, that is written about in the Scripture. Uh, Within a year or 18 months, I discovered uh, stories here and there uh, that threaten my idealistic uh, viewpoint about what was happening in our church environment. We realized that people love the church services and they gave... uh, you know, amazing reviews about uh, the environment that was being created. And people uh, selflessly uh, invested voluntarily in the ministries in our community and in the church, uh, the various church activities. Uh, but there was something that I could not resist but notice there wasn't transformation that was happening in workplaces, in family environments, and in the way people live their life. Obviously, it wasn't a generalized thing, but there were enough warning signs that made me uh, recognize the need 
for genuine discipleship, not just the Sunday service, hoping that it will do the trick. So we began uh, to, uh, to attract several leaders who would lead a curriculum of discipleship on fortnightly basis in small group environments. And uh, in May 2007, I still remember that it was a Wednesday night. We had um, about, it was probably about six months or a year, I can't fully remember, of the implementation of this curriculum and the connect group leaders at the time, the small group leaders, uh, declared their dissatisfaction with our discipleship curriculum. And some said it was too hard to understand for their group members. Others said it was too easy and it wasn't stimulating enough for their group members. And on and on it went. And, and I just felt like my body was sinking in my chair as I was listening to this uh, open and transparent and probably confronting feedback because I was expecting them to rave about it and say it's amazing, it's transforming lives. Um, and I had two options after feeling pretty gutted for several days. I had two options, either blame the leaders for not doing a good job, which is the easy way out, or recognize that I had a, a ministry-oriented understanding of people's development, but I didn't have a practical developmental and educational understanding of how adults grow and develop. Thankfully, I took the right option over um, several months. I went back to education, which is uh, I was a teacher by qualification, went back to study how adults learn and develop. And I kid you not, I'm still on that journey of learning and uh, developing over the past over 15 years of, of investment in this whole concept of education and ministry because our desire is simply to create a framework that is both uh, theologically sound and educationally sophisticated. So I want to share with you uh, in, in those uh, series of reflections, my conception, my understanding of the idea of education and discipleship. And I would dare say they have a, a really interwoven nature in the church, wherever you might be leading. Throughout the Old Testament and the New Testament, education was a significant aspect of what discipleship is all about. And scholars tell us that the Greek word for disciple does not appear in, in, in a translation, the Septuagint, but the discipleship concept was not absent in the Hebrew theology and practice. In fact, they say the correlating Hebrew term of a disciple found in the Old Testament called Telmid, which actually, funny enough, in Arabic, Telmiz means a student. And in Hebrew, Telmid denotes a learner, an apprentice, or a student. So from the very beginning, the idea of in the Old Testament is discipleship was uh, mingled with the concept of learning and being an apprentice. In the interbiblical period, the religious leaders at the time, they came up with a master disciple model of learning and development. Uh, in the New Testament, Jesus took on board that model with, uh, with its diverse implication. And we understand 
that Matthias, which is a disciple, is a lifelong learner, a student, or an apprentice. Uh, so we read a definition of a uh, disciple. It says, a disciple is a learner of Jesus who accepts the teaching of his master, not only in belief, but in lifestyle. It's not a cognitive concept of assertions and beliefs, but it's a lifestyle that resembles the master. And the idea of discipleship, so a disciple is a student, but a discipleship is the state of being a disciple, is the state of learning. So in a very simplistic way, we can conclude this, that discipleship is undoubtedly the way of learning and of knowing. That's what scholars are telling us about discipleship. It's the way of learning and of knowing. And then again, it says discipleship can be considered an educational system involving, look at those three things, progressive learning, growth in Christ-likeness, and teaching others to do the same. Let's look at this concept of discipleship. Progressive learning, that is progressive development. And the goal is Christ-likeness and to help other people, teach other people to be disciples as well. So this is the discipleship that is so intertwined with the concept of education, learning, and teaching. And the framework that I hope to communicate briefly with you over the next uh, several uh, reflections is both theological and pedagogical. And we'll see the connection, we'll see the mixing up of that concept. You know, we're going to focus on three primary series within this series. One, which is we begin from next session, is the idea of biblical or education in the Bible, the historical a view of education in the church, and then we're going to look at some pedagogical, some educational concepts. And I understand that you probably think education is filling mind with information or about giving people skills to do, uh, you know, a particular occupation better. Uh, but really, what we're going to propose to you that education and discipleship is about building personhood, is being a certain type of person in the world. A disciple of Jesus is somebody that em embodies the life of Jesus, not just the teaching of Jesus. Somebody that emulates the life of Jesus. Somebody that radiates the person of Jesus in every arena of their life. I look forward to being with you as we address one of those reflections at a time. I hope it will bless you in your ministry and your endeavors in discipling other people within a church environment. Thank you so much for being with us.